Blog Talk Radio. You know that I got it anytime you desire. Hustle always ain't stopping. We live with that ending fire. Fire. Get it straight to that point. No chaser. No false facts and no faker. Cast on your way. Yeah. That entertainment loser. Put a little bit of begging inspiration. Put it off to the side. To the west. To everyone in this nation. Never be good at celebration. With a girl in motion and an RP4. Switching the keyboard. Feel no sleepers. Giving the game on all we know. So. Would you please pay attention? Cause if you're really on your own trying to get it, need an idea how to make your wishes. Get it from the soul, trying to do it in your head. Even if you can't lose, if you've been better than bruised, this is the truth for you. These are the tools. We about to bring you the screw. Living it before it was cool. Now, I'm just like, 
that you was locked out. You know what I mean? Like that don't look good on my resume that you <laughs> you was you was locked up, you know? So fair warning, like if you're an ex, like don't pop up on the scene. Just don't do that. You're an ex for a reason. I know you've seen that written everywhere. You're an ex for a reason. So what's been going on in your world? Um <laughs> Well, you know, nothing too crazy. You know, I said um working on this compilation. Um, Rebel Project, you know, the global media blog, um, the Nikki and Fran show, um, they record tonight, some great show, please tune in, anybody. Um, and the book, the book is incredible. Like, I just finished the book I've been telling you about. It's amazing. Yeah. We we chopped up and coming up with, like, a whole plan of how we're going to roll it out. Like, it's, it's going to be a big show. That's pretty much it for me. What about you? That's a lot. Like, I feel like, you know, Ooh, I ain't been doing nothing because that's a whole lot right there. I've been doing a lot. I ain't been doing no schoolwork. So um, that little information I sent you, they might not want me, like, by the end of the semester because I feel like my 4.0 is going to be that to 3.6 and some change, you know, because I'm just – I'm not motivated to do any schoolwork right now because there's so many projects that are coming my way, and I want to, like, jump on everything, you know. And yeah. I'm not really focused on the hospitality tourism anymore. I'm more so, you know – the entertainment industry now, so I don't want to, I don't want to do no schoolwork. But I know, you know, I'm setting an example for the little people that watch me, and the little people's little people. So I know I gotta, you know, stay focused on the schoolwork. Always. Um, other than that, that's that's just that's what's been going on in my world. But since we don't got nothing else going on in my world, you know, um, it's not even about us. Thursdays are not about us. Um, it's about our guests. And, again, I'm so excited to have our guest uh, on with us today. She goes by the name uh, Renee Ellis. She was born in New York City and raised traveling the globe as her father was in the U.S. Army. Her travels gave her the ability to develop perspectives as well as her love for writing. As life has many twists and turns, um, it seems that it took some time for her to develop a signature sound and stylization and create R&B music that is reminiscent of a vast array of musical influences, including Faith Evans, Anita Baker, Jill Scott, Music Soul Child, and Stevie Wonder. Today, Renee states that she's living her best life in Los Angeles, California, and making her life in the Los Angeles music scene as a singer and a songwriter with a sound that's multifaceted that takes on R&B with an originality and familiarity. In an effort to bring music to the table that is authentic and innovative with a touch of soul. This spring, she took her songwriting ability into the studio and released her debut single, Love to Love, on May 20th of this year, followed by the single, What More. So um, let's not talk about it, let's be about it. Let me give you yeah. Love to Love. Seen, if you've seen um, any of her promo that's going around, you, you probably already heard Love to Love. And I'm going to give it to you in its entirety right here. This is Love to Love, Renee Ellis.
song? Like, it's very few guests that the music just really just dumps on me, and I will take yeah. it from wherever they sent it and actually pump it in my ride. You know what I mean? And this is one of those songs. Uh-huh. Um, but before I listened uh-huh. to it, like, and this is the time that I read her bio. And so I'm trying to read through it, you know, without saying I, me, she, he, they. Um, but I hear faith all through that song. You know, the faith before she got with Stevie Faith? Yeah. yeah. That was What's love <laughs> we're not even going there with Mickey Dolph today. We're you not know, doing that. that. We ain't going to disrespect Stevie on this, though. We're not doing that. We have our guest on with Renee. How are you? I'm good. How is everybody? Um, we're doing better now since we heard that song. Oh, good. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, I loved it. So what inspired you to make that um, just the desire to be in love, you know, going through relationships and feeling like the person you with, there really isn't the person you can see yourself with down the line. And instead of wasting your time, in my words, you know, with a dime, I went ahead and threw them into the well. And I hope that um, it's in that spirit of hoping that um, the love that you're waiting for will come. And the surprise when it actually does. Yeah, because the, the song just it sounded so natural. Um, by chance, was the song made as natural um, as it sounds? Like, did it take much um, of you to create the song, or was it just all just a natural flow for you? No, the song actually took a couple of years. It's, uh, it started with the desire to fall in love finally coming my way. And meeting a guy that kind of just swept me off of my feet and being in the moment of that took me by surprise. And um, this, he's the one who helped me finish the song, basically. Mm. So shouts out to you, Uptown. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Shout out to Uptown. Yeah. I'm waiting for my person to come in my life like that so I can write a real song because, you know, my songs are kind of, they're graphic and they just, they don't represent love. So I'm just waiting for you to just fall into my life, sir, wherever you are, you know. <laughs> yeah. What yeah, love is a beautiful thing. So by chance, did he inspire any other songs that you've created? No, he only lasted a season. But, uh, um, you know, you you got to be in the moments of life. You gotta be in the moments. You've gotta enjoy the moments as they come. Girl, you know, yeah. y'all was still together, and boy, you screwed up. You really messed up. He really did. You know, I always say, you know, I'm I'm single right now. I just haven't met my husband yet. He's somewhere thinking about me. He might be listening to this show. Hey, you know, call in. Instagram. <laughs> Renee underscore Sessions, I'm here. Uh-huh. We're, we're going to say it one more time. Renee underscore Sessions. Sessions. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. If, if, if he's not for life, maybe he can uh, be more than a song. Maybe he could be an album. Ooh, an album. Speaking of albums, are you working on any albums right now? Um, I am working on recording some new songs. Um 
in terms of putting out albums, I feel as though so many artists are concerned with having that certain number to be able to put their songs out. And then you end up listening to their, mute, their, their album and you only like a few of their songs. So I'm being selective about what I release because I want, to, I want to love the songs and I want the people who listen to them to love them just as much as I do. Well, um, so that, I should I have can't... new music coming out in early October. Okay. Okay, so um, like when you make songs, by chance, do you have a certain amount of time that you sit with them? you be like, well, if I enjoy these songs for this amount of time, then I'll release it to the people, or do you just follow your heart, really, and your musical instinct to be like, I'm, I created it at this point, so I'm just going to drop it at this point? I trust my creative senses in terms of when I feel as though the sound is right. Because I have songs, but it's all about the words being right, the vibe being right, the message coming through clearly. And um, because, as I say, I mean, I, I, want it to, I want it to sound good, but I also want you to feel it when it comes out. So what is um, your biggest um, inspiration for making music? I'm like, I know, like, um, you talked about, like, the song we just heard where it was the desire to fall in love and meet somebody that made you feel those feelings. But is there anything else that's your bigger influence to creating music? Um, I'm just, I'm really inspired by interactions um, and my own personal experiences. So it could be... A conversation with a with an ex. It could be a conversation with someone who's going through something in a relationship, and then somehow it tapping into a feeling that I already have. That can inspire me to write. But I'm primarily inspired by my real life experiences. I tend to write from how I feel right now, and that's what that's why I love to love took so long because I didn't, have, I didn't feel the second verse, and it took another year for me to actually feel it and be able to write it. So my songs tend to take longer sometimes, and sometimes they just come to me. Like my song, What More? That song just came to me. I wrote that song and recorded it in probably about three to four hours. Wow. It just came to me. By chance, do you know why it just came to you? Like, um, what factored into that for you? Well, um, I had found this track that I really liked, May, I would say maybe the night before I wrote it, and then, again, uh, I went out with this guy that I had been dating. We had a wonderful night, and mm. when I came home, he left me feeling like, what more can I ask for? By chance, is this the same guy or a different guy? A different guy. You know, single in the city. Okay. okay. You know? Noticing the pattern here. Noticing the pattern here. You know, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a hard one to hold down. Okay. Okay, I'm feeling it. Girl, me I'm too. It. <laughs> Thank you. What did you say, Rich? You- I said, everybody know you are the kid. You the girl in motion. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, very hard to catch me and very hard to hold me down. Yes. That's right, girl. Because we, it is, the bottom line is, is like, you deserve to have what you want in life. Everybody does. You shouldn't have to settle and be dissatisfied. And that's why I say, you know, take it moment by moment, and eventually that should lead you to where you belong. So, um, like, I like I know you have some new music coming out in October, but like, when do you know that it'll be the right time for you to drop your album? When, when I can sing it, and I love it like it's my favorite song. To be honest, you know, when you're in the car and that song comes on and you're just like, yeah, yeah. that's my song, that's my jam, I, I got these words, I'm singing them and I'm feeling them, that's when I know that it's right. When I put it on in the car and I'm singing it and I'm feeling it. Like, by chance, did you um, ever have to go through a period where you had to get used to hearing your singing voice? I know, like, most artists like, they hate listening to themselves, or, like, they always hate their voice, so people can love it, but for them, it just makes them cringe. Like, by chance, did you, all, did you ever go through that period, or you just always... I did. Of your voice? I did. When I first, when I first started recording um, many moons ago, um, I did not like what my voice sounded like, but I think that the issue with that was that I really didn't have my own sound. It was as if I was trying to sound like somebody else. I was trying to sing someone else's songs because I wasn't really tapped into my own poetry. I kind of tapped out. And it took me a while to develop my own sound. And once I did, I was actually, like, amazed by my voice. Like, that's me. So it turned from... I can't stand to hear it to a, uh, wow, that's me, that's incredible. Yeah. So how did, how did you find your own sound? How long did that take you? It actually took me several years. And, um, but what really helped me develop my own sound was getting heavy into writing my own lyrics. Um, you know, it's like I would, I would go to auditions and it would be like, you know, sing this cover tune. And I finally had to get myself to the point where it was, no, I need to sing my own songs because when I sing my own songs, I sing in my own voice. Yeah. So when you were writing, did you ever start off, um, like when you first started singing, did you always write your own songs or it took you some time to begin to write your own songs? Um, I was... I. Started off writing my own songs, and then um, there were periods in my life where I was so wrapped up in the day-to-day and the happenings of my life where when I would try to sit down and write, it's like I had such a mental block that I couldn't even tap into anything to say. I would listen to music, and I wouldn't hear any words. And um, once I started pushing myself to go for what I want to be instead of what I should be is when I was able to start finding the words to write the songs. 
So by chance, is there any music that you listen to that you draw inspiration from? Like I know experiences help with writing, but by, ch- by chance, is there any artist or maybe a specific song that you listen to that just really just gets your creative juices flowing to try to create? Uh, I'm going to say there there are some artists I listen to sometimes if I'm trying to create something in a certain mood. Um, my favorite artist, as you mentioned, Soul Child, I would say, is an artist that I go to very frequently. I like his flows and his, like, direct perspective, which is kind of what I come from in terms of my writing is I tend to write from a from a direct, from a self-perspective. And I really like that about his lyrics. And I also tap into a little Faith Evans sometimes. And every now and again, I might hit up some Erica Badu just to get some groove. All sounds good. Which one is your favorite out of three that you just named? Well, my favorite is Music Soul Child. He has songs that... Um, you know, I can listen to oh, him. I mean, all of them do, but his songs, like, I just really love his style, and I and I really like the lyrics. He's good. I love him. Yeah. So, by chance, is he the artist that made you want to start doing music, or was there another artist where it started for you that made you want to do music? Um, there was another, another artist. Um, when I was young, I'm not sure if you guys... Um, you know, recall this period, but when when there used to be music on records, <laughs> and my father had a record collection, and I would dig through his collection, and I remember finding Stevie Wonder. And, oh, um, I I um, and possibly was maybe like the oh, goodness, I wish I could answer that question. It was so long ago. I was so young, but I remember that like? it was a and um, I believe he was singing with Diana Ross, and it goes something like, um, "Like if you really love me, won't you tell me?" Something like okay. that. And um, I would play that. And when I was, you know, in, in a down mood, I would put that on, and I just, I just really love Stevie Wonder to this day. He's the ultimate, literally. Yeah, like I'm like I, I love TV Wonder too. Like um, a song that I listen to for inspiration because I'm like I'm from Michigan and like I'm real big into the Motown movement and like their whole legacy. I listen to TV Wonder's Uptight. Like it's just something about that song that gets me going, makes me want to work a little harder than what I usually do sometimes. So I definitely agree. Like I think TV Wonder is one of the greater artists of our time. He is. It's just. He is. He is. He's not celebrated enough. Definitely. So, um, so besides um, Stevie Wonder, um, is there anybody else that you do inspiration from? Like, can you even listen to that song, Present Day? Um, I, I have. I, I would say um, I've listened to that song maybe in the last at least in the last six months. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so um, present day, do you do any live shows? Um, I'm actually, I'm working on my performance, 
So I've been hitting up some open mics here in um, downtown Los Angeles, Hollywood, Studio City area. Okay. okay. Hitting up open mics. Working on my That's performance. All. And um, how has the reception been for your performances? The reception has been good. Um, they have a very strong uh, underground independent artist community. So um, there's people that come out to support, and there's a like a, a great support system even within the artist community here. So it's been good. Okay. And are you originally from Los Angeles, or did you move there at a certain point for your career? Um, I'm, I moved here a little over a year ago. I came from New York City. Okay. And um, prior to New York City, I've lived in so many places here in the U.S. I've lived um, a gypsy lifestyle by choice and a, gyp- a gypsy lifestyle because my father was in the U.S. Army. Okay, makes sense. But, yes, I am originally from New York, but I wasn't fortunate enough to grow up there. I had to go back there as an adult. Yeah, so does being in Los Angeles um, affect your music at all? Like, does it make you create a little differently? Um, it, I'm not going to say I necessarily create too differently, but I can say that Maybe, maybe I am getting a little bit lighter in terms of um, the the vibes and the ideas that I'm putting out in terms of the music right now. I'm still writing about love, but um, maybe I'm I'm trying to write about it in a little more uh, a little more expressive, carefree kind of way. So a little a little bit of a difference, but not too much. Okay. So will this more um, carefree approach be in um, some of the new music that I'll be dropping in October? Um, yes. Um, it, it still has its uh, baseline of inspiration, but I'm definitely delving a little bit more into um, the ways that, that people hmm, – I'm trying to think of how to put this – the the ways that people uh, initiate their relationships is kind of where I'm going with that right now. So I, I'm working on a song right now that's about um, like when a, and I'm I'm sure Girl in Motion here can can feel me on this one. When when you're in motion and you're trying to get through your day and the guys are just stopping you along the way throwing all their lines out at you. Yeah. You know, living living here in LA has is uh has got me kind of like sitting back and being a little more observational in terms of my writing. And so I'm working on a song that delves into that. So I'm finding oh. inspiration in different ways. This um you know, the sun's always shining. Life is a little um less stressful here. Things are a little more light here. And so I'm I'm sitting back and being a little more observational. Yeah, because um, as you remind me, I went to the West Coast in the wintertime. Um, what time? Because in Michigan, in the wintertime, it's always snowing. It's always cold. And then I went um, to Arizona in January, and it was just sunny. People just seemed happier. I felt happier. Like, man, like, I could live like this, like, where I don't have to be 
it was snowing cold and it's sunny, like people with short sleeve shirts on in January drinking uh like veggie slushies. Like I'm not used to that where I'm from. <laughs> like it, it's very harsh in the wintertime. So like Yeah, like I, I definitely appreciated California my first winter. And I went to the beach in December and, um, you know, had on a sundress and brought along a light sweater and didn't need it until the sun went down. It was incredible. And at that point, I was like, there's no way I can go back to New York. Yeah, I don't miss it as much as I used to. Yeah. So, like, being in, like, Los Angeles, does it make you feel more, a, a, a feel of more um, optimism? When you're there, because like you're in the, you're right in the thick of everything, just Hollywood, all the stars and artists, just being in the thick of things. Does that make you feel more optimistic about really living your dream? Um, definitely makes me feel more optimistic. Um, here in Los Angeles, the the music scene isn't just in one genre, which is something that I really enjoy. So. Um, you know, going to open mics, it's not just one genre of music that you're going to hear. So it's not just one directional when it comes to the artistry. And that also opens the door to, you know, being inspired, uh, feeling encouraged because you don't feel like you're in a musical box. There's room to wiggle and create your own sound in your own way. And it doesn't hurt that I could see the Hollywood sign from where I live. So I wake up inspired every day. I bet. Yeah. So, um, by chance, at any of these open mics, have you discovered any good music while you've been out here, like, as far as any music that you may not have listened to any other time? Yes, I have. Um, I, I'll actually even give a shout-out to that artist because – um, you know, open mic's not just a great place to showcase your work or listen to the work of others, but it's also a great place to network mm-hmm. and and um, collaborate with other artists as well. So um, I met this artist. He goes by um, Anthony Wong the Late. He's a songwriter, producer, and a singer, and has like a I could, almost like a like a modern take on like 70s. Prince kind of funkadelic. It's um, I really like the vibe, and I was um, I was pleasantly surprised by the level of talent that attends the open mics here in LA. Like when I used to live in Atlanta, it would be just like, oh, there's an open mic, and you know, it seems like some people who showed up just didn't take it that seriously. Yeah. And here in Los Angeles. They have some really good talent that's coming out to showcase their talents, and it allows you to sit back and really listen and appreciate the work that people put in. But Anthony Wong, the late, I um, ended up collaborating and writing some songs with him as well, so it was really neat. Um, by chance, um, is the collaboration you guys have going to be on your next album that you release? Yes, it is. It's going to be one of the songs that I put out. It's a song that he and I wrote together. Okay. Do you have a title for it already? I have a working title for it. I do not have a solid title for it. Okay. What's the working title? So the working title for it ooh, is Delay. 
came with that. And how did you come up with that title, at least as far as the working title? Ooh. Um, well, in it, uh, well, I can say, well, it came up as a as a working title because it's a, it's about kind of walking out on a relationship and and what happens after that. And there, for me, there, the working title is delayed because it, it's been a few years of, um, of me working on this song, and we ended up coming together and finishing this song out together. So that's why the working title is delayed. Okay. So um, just to go back... Um to the, like your performances at open mics and things, is there um, a certain set that you do where you do these select songs or do you mix it up where you do original music and cover? Or what exactly is your formula for open mics? Um, well, here in Los Angeles, um, I perform my own songs. When I did open mics in Atlanta, it was encouraged to like do a cover and then do your own. But here in Los Angeles, they really encourage you to showcase your own work. And so I'm grateful for that, and I tend to sing my own songs. But, um, you know, maybe I'll be working in some covers here soon, especially as I'm working on my performance and, um, you know, getting people to know who I am as an artist as well. And if you were to do a cover, which song would you cover, and why would you cover that song? If I were to do a cover... I would do, in my dreams, I would do Fool for You um, by CeeLo Green. Okay. And um, he, it's a duet with another artist. I can't, I can't think of her name right now, but it's a duet. And it would be really nice if I could do a cover song with another artist so that we can, you know, blend our music together and there could be like a transitional through that open mic. I would really love to be able to do it that way. But if not, I would sing Jill Scott whenever you're around. Yeah, I, I love that song. That. Yeah, my um my favorite Jill Scott song is um My Premonition. Oh yes, that yeah. that is groovy. Yeah, that's yeah, that's my song. But um right now what we're gonna do is we're gonna get into your next song, What More. All right. Yeah, so let's get into that song, What More by Renee Session.
Yeah, that was What More by Renee Sessions. And for me personally, um, I'm not sure if you listen to Sade at all. But, Definitely. Um, it reminded me of her song, Lover's Rock. Are you familiar with that song? Yes, I do. I, I am very familiar with Sade. Yeah. You can't you can't sing about love without listening to a little bit of Sade now. I'm I'm trying to tell you, I'm like a real big Sade fan, and so I love the song "Lovers Rock." So when I heard it, I was listening to it. It took me to that place, and I was like, "This reminds me of Lovers Rock." I wonder does she listen to her? Oh, definitely. Definitely. So, yeah. So um, just I want to touch back to maybe your beginning a little bit musically. Um. Where did you start off? Like, I know you were saying that you tried to sound like other people. Um, who exactly were you trying to sound like when you were singing when you first started? When I first started singing, I was singing Anita Baker songs as, like, a young teenager. Yeah. With her, with her I liked her, you know, like, uh, her ras- the raspiness in her voice, the tone, similar to Faith Evans which was the artist who followed. Um, I used to sing a lot of Faith Evans songs down the line. Yeah, so um, what, what was your number one go-to song whenever you wanted to show people that you could sing? What would be your go-to song to sing for people to really show that you had skills? It would be... I'm trying to think of the title, but Faith Evans has a song... And she sings, um, like, uh, tears on my pillow keep falling, and I'm crying over you. I can't think of the title, but I could tell you those lyrics are burned into my brain. I love that song. Yeah, I, was, I guess I, was I love it so much I could sing it to myself. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, man, I hope she don't stop right now. <laughs> but I would sing that, but I was I was such a shy singer that um, I used to have to make people turn around in order for me to sing for them. I couldn't bear to have people look at me. And um, when I finally started auditioning, I would have to close my eyes to sing. So it's definitely been quite a process in terms of showing people that I can. So by chance, do you the ever find that, yourself? The name of that favorite uh, song is Love Can't Hide. That's what I was thinking, but I didn't want to call it wrong. And then, you know, maybe one day face see me in the streets and get on me about it. Yeah, so um, by chance, do you get do you find yourself getting nervous at all present day, or are you completely out of your shell? I feel like I'm completely out of my shell because I'm singing my own songs, and it's my own sound, and I don't have to worry about forgetting a word or not singing it right or not doing it justice because it's all me. So I feel very comfortable standing in myself. Yeah, so, like, by chance, was that ever a time where that would make you nervous? I mean, I mean, to do other people's songs is one thing, get a certain pressure with that, but to, like, really, like, give your own life, you know, your own story, 
did you ever go through a period of just being nervous about that, showing yourself to people? No, um, which which was um, something that really surprised me when I did start, when I did go out and first attempt to present my own song, was that the nervousness that I would have before when I would go on to sing someone else's song completely disappeared. It was like, I want to show you what I can do. I want to show you what I'm capable of. I love this song, and when I'm done, I know that you're going to love it too. So it's like, um, in a way, like a bit of like cockiness set in, and, and it was like, I got this. I, I got yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah, so what is your favorite song of yours to sing to people? Uh, a favorite song of mine is, let me think of the title, Living a Lie, which hasn't been recorded yet because um, by the time I got out of my emotional moment, I didn't have anything to give to the second verse. So I love to sing that, that awesome first verse that I have, though. And if I ever get that one confidently written, then that will be a song that will come out. But I'm still not definite about, what that, about the second verse that I currently have. But it's called Living a Lie, and it's about being in a lying relationship and lying to yourself exactly. while you're in it. Is that a first? Is that from personal experience? Definitely personal experience. By chance, can we hear the first verse from this song? Oh sure. Um, disclaimer: This is now copywritten material. Don't nobody steal my first verse because this first verse is really good. All right, you ready for it? I'm more than ready. All right. Can you look me in my eyes and say you don't want me, want me anymore? Can you hold me in your arms and say I'm the one, I'm the one that you adore? Every time I called your name, every time my lips touched your face, do you see her there? In my place The love we have is filled with dishonesty How could you lie to me so honestly Just to make me believe You meant a word you said to me You told me You loved me You told me Never leave me You told me You loved me and then in time I realized we were living a lie, living a lie. That's it. That's all I got for you. Is it a second verse in the works for this song? I've been working on that second verse off and on for four years. I am not solid. Uh, I feel like something strong has to follow that. Yeah, we need that on wax. We got it. The people need that one. Well, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm gonna take him back. You know, that was, that was, that was incredible. Thank um, you. I heard, yeah, I heard. Um, I could hear some Faith Evans in that. By the do you hear that at all? Yeah. 
Is she there? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you were asking me I'm if talking. I could hear the face in there? Yeah. Oh, oh, definitely. Definitely when I hear it back, I can hear the face in there. Yeah. So um, do you have a beat that you – do you have a beat for the song already? Yes, I do. So we can see I do. I have I have a beat for it. Um, maybe what throws. I I I always write to a beat. It's very rare that I don't. And so maybe part of the hiccups in completing this song is the transition into the second beat. It um, the tempo changes. So I'm finding difficulty with um, writing to that. Yeah, I'm gonna be looking out for that song. When I when you get that second verse, I want to know. Okay, hear. most definitely. I'll put you on the release list and yeah, send that one over do. to you. Please do. So, what's next for Renee Session? Uh, what's next for me is that is first part getting out new music, and um, secondly, um, putting my package together so that I can get myself into some music festivals or performing live somewhere in the new year. I'm really trying to get my set list tight to where I can step into a show very confident with the music that I have to share. Definitely. Well, this is the part of the show where, you know, we wind down and we leave the floor um, to you to shout out all your social media, um, anything you want to plug for anybody you want to shout out if you know you care. This is the time for it. So the floor is yours right now. All right. Well, you know, of course, shout out to the fam. And um, shout out to my, my fellow artists out there, definitely Anthony Wong, the late. And to myself, Renee underscore Sessions at Instagram. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, for the loves I loved. This is Renee Ellis. You can also find my music on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Tidal, and uh all the major music platforms, my music is there, available. And you can also find videos on YouTube. So I look forward to putting out new music. I hope that you guys enjoy. You enjoyed listening to me for this hour. And I appreciate you guys having me on this evening. Yeah, thank you for giving us your time. Oh, and also my, my best wishes go out into the universe for those that are – are or may be affected by this hurricane that's coming. I'd like to put that out there as well. Definitely. Akia, you got anything for us? I'm good today. Good. All right. And for me, um, again, thank you to you um, for coming on the show and just blessed us with your time and your art. It's truly appreciated. It's truly been a pleasure having you on the show. So special thank you to you. Um, always, um, forever, Nakia. Um, shout out to my Global Money family for always remaining there with me. Rebel Food, Skokie, Christ, Billy Palm Trees. Thank you. And until next time, peace out to everybody. Stay global, my friends.